One of my greatest fears in my life, one of the things I think about, and that's the day I die and I get to the gates of heaven and I see Jesus and I say to him, you look familiar. And he's going to say, well, there were a number of times when I tried to talk to you. In fact, one time you were chasing a high school kid down the hallway because he was chewing gum. And you went right by me to yell at this kid about chewing gum. And you know, you think about it, sometimes in life we realize that this is a God moment and that Jesus Christ is probably there in our midst, but we fail to take the time to see Jesus in our daily lives. So he just walks right by us, or we walk right by him. In our first reading day from Samuel, we see that we have this call of Samuel, and he hears this, and he, he hears this voice calling his name, and he says, oh, I, I'm, yes, I'm here, I'm here, what, what do you want? And he goes to Eli, and Eli says, I didn't say anything, I'm not calling for you. And God calls for him again and again. Because often in life, I think God calls out to us, and we fail to hear his voice. And on Judgment Day, that always kind of bothers me. That is he going to? Really, I think he's going to love us enough that he's going to let us in. Don't get me wrong, okay? But I think he's going to maybe have a little fun with us, like we wouldn't say, "Well, you know, you did miss me 36 times, and you know, now you're here at my house." So think about that, because we are all called. Each and every one of us is called in a different way. None of us are called like the apostles are called, but we are all called to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And so, because it's not like the apostles, it's not that dramatic. We're not being called to come out of the sea or, or to come up and follow him to the house. We still need to make sure that we are following him to come and see. And when you come and see with Jesus Christ, you're not, the apostles were not going to see, is it a nice place or is it a dump? Is it one star, two star, three stars, four stars? That's not why they were following him. They were following him because they wanted to see not the house, but the heart. That's the challenge for all of us. We are all called to listen to the heart of Jesus Christ and to follow that, and that takes work. But it's worth the work. And I love the fact that Andrew went the first thing he did. He didn't even get to the place where they were meeting. He went and found his brother. Now, can you imagine what the church would be like if he hadn't done that? Because Andrew's brother was Peter, and Peter becomes the first pope of the church, the first leader of the church. If he hadn't listened and he hadn't taken somebody to meet, or his brother to meet Christ, what would the world be like? And I love the fact that the first thing that Jesus does to him, it says, you're no longer who you think you are. You are now no longer going to be Simon, but you are Peter. Why? Because he's saying, your life has changed, and it's changed drastically. And now again, the apostles could have had no idea what the change was going to be like. Think about it. If they did, they probably wouldn't have signed up for it. Because of the 12, 11 of them were martyred. They gave their life for Jesus Christ. But that's what it means to be in Jesus Christ and to live for Jesus Christ. I think the challenge of this gospel is to let our lives be changed.
to let our lives be changed. In a world like today, where there's craziness everywhere, you don't have to go far. It used to be you had to get in a car and find crazy. Now you can find it in your own backyard, you know. And <clears throat> it's not going to change until we change it. Until we bring Christ back into the world, we're not going to change the world. And that's the key. We don't change the world by ourselves and for ourselves. We do it for ourselves with and in Jesus Christ. It's about focusing our eyes and our hearts on Jesus Christ and realizing that every day is not going to be perfect. I can tell you that we have a pretty sweet life here. Okay, we have a pretty sweet life here. If you don't think you have a sweet life here in, in Carmel, then drive about 10 miles south, maybe 12 miles south, and you will be very thankful that you live where you live. That's still in need of Jesus Christ. So as we celebrate this second week in ordinary time, let us realize that life is really not that ordinary when you're following Jesus Christ. And every single day we have the opportunity not only to follow Christ, but like Andrew, to bring people to Jesus Christ. So it's not about what we want or need, it's what the world wants and needs and that's Jesus Christ.